of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show I've got a, uh, a R&B singer slash uh, hip-hop artist and uh, his name is Troy Tyler. He's uh, got a new album it's called Violet that just came out last Friday. Um, he is a uh, fellow um, uh, former UWM Panther. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we've known each other for a while, but I'm glad to sit down with him and really get to know him and his artistry. So, Troy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Proud to be here. Happy to be here. Good, man. It's been a long time coming. It has. I know. I like, we were talking about doing this episode like months ago. Yeah. And now, like, we're finally sitting down and yes. chance. Uh, Tell me, uh, for one, uh, how was your day today? I was good. I was off today, so I got to relax, got to chill. I just came out from vacation. I was in Dallas and Memphis. So. Mm. Nice to get back before I get back into work and stuff like sure. that, just to keep relaxing a little bit. Yeah. How was vacation? It was nice. Yeah. It's so beautiful to get out of Milwaukee for a while. Oh man, I believe it's, it. Oh, it's so wonderful. I feel like I've been so cooped up in Milwaukee like all I know, summer. Right? It's, like, it's, it's kind of like you forget that there's other places to go. Right. You feel like you haven't done anything. Exactly. Like, I mean, I have, but like, yeah, it's nice to, it, you have to escape for a little right. while, you know? Yeah, that's, so. exactly, that's exactly what I needed to. That's dope, yeah. And it'd be nice to be in Texas where it's real warm and shit. It, it, it was hot as hell. Yeah. <laughs> a little too hot. I yeah. miss Milwaukee and that. Oh, oh okay. It came to that. I got you. Well, we got this nice uh, fall energy coming out on us now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk uh, love and fear through our creative and passionate minds. Mm-hmm. Um, first time I saw you perform was at the uh, in the Fireside Lounge in UWM. Really? You were BG Good BG, when yeah, he yeah. when he was still uh, rapping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out BG Good. What up, BG? Yeah. <laughs> that was like yeah, that was over three years ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was my first time ever seeing you, um, and that was before I even really knew much about like any talent we got out here in the East Side and yeah. stuff like that. But um, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, to start, I um, I want to know, I guess, like, uh, where did you really start finding, like, making music as, like, your creative outlet? Um, I've always been singing uh, since I was a kid. My dad used to play Motown around the house, you know, spring cleaning, oh, oh, yeah. parents bring out the old <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty much how I started. I always had a high voice when I was younger. My dad sure. had a low voice, so I would get the high notes, he'd get the low notes, and we just kept doing it. And I remember one day, um, I sang for my parents, and my dad was like, yeah, that's not it. Like this is this isn't the, the sure. thing. This isn't right. So um, every other week I come back and I sing again and again, just to just seeking their approval. And um, by the time I got it, I was in high school, and I've been doing this so much, I fell in love with it. Yeah. So um, from that, I started um, doing musicals and singing in the choir at church. I've always been in the choir at church as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, singing in the choir at school. Always been in the choir at church. Um, I guess that's also where it started. Church was a huge part of my childhood growing up, yeah. and one of the things that helped me get through the long services was the music. Yeah, oh yeah, so, totally. You know, when they get the clapping. Right, and right. Like that, that's that's what I was away. <laughs> the organ and exactly. shit. Exactly, yeah. all of that, the drums, the, the harmonies, it's the people, 
is to see how it moves people. Mm -hmm. So it does, yeah. Yeah, so like that's kind of how, not kind of. That's what I. That's what I loved about it was how moving it was, how it could take me from being asleep to waking me up. Yeah. So that combined with me doing it all the time, it just I just fell in love with it, and um, I started. Uh, I made my first mixtape, which was what I performed that night when you saw me. Uh, unknown. I made it with actually a few people that I met from UWM. Oh yeah. So um, uh, my homie Ryan, he would, his cousins would always come up. There. His cousin and his friends would always come up. We'd be in Palms, in the dorms, just Palms. freestyling, yeah. making beats and freestyling. Yeah. And, um, I do remember that. Yeah. Like I remember because I knew who you were, uh -huh. and I remember like everyone was congregating in Palms like yeah. at night. Like, every night. Yeah, every, every single night. night. Yeah, yeah. Could have nothing else to do. Right. We should have been doing homework, but we right. But, yeah. um, so his uh, cousin Joe and then some of his friends, um, Diego, Donnie, Kiwani, they all came down there and they were rapping. I, I'm a decent rapper, sure. but singing is more, right. more where I thrive. So yeah. I started singing one time. It was like, damn, bro. Like, let's, let's, get, let's get you in the studio. And that was the first time I ever went. I went to uh, Diego's house. They had like a, uh, they made their own studio in the basement. Mm -hmm. So I um, recorded yeah. a couple songs and I, I had fun. I loved it. Yeah. So Joe and I worked together. We worked on Unknown. And um, we released that on my birthday, I think my 21st birthday, which would be three years ago now. Yeah, well. And um, after that's where it all started. My manager now, DeShazier, heard it. Which is my friend. Uh, you know Hakeem? Hakeem Collins? I do know Hakeem. So, shout out Hakeem. Shout out my man Hakeem. Uh, his cousin, DeShazier, uh, found me on Instagram, messaged me. We met up at this Mexican restaurant. He told me the visions he had. He told me he had a lot of faith in me. And from then on, we started working. The first single I dropped after that was 90s R&B. That was three years ago. After that came Cadillac Dreams. And then last year, I released Seconds of Forever. And then this year, we Violet, and um, it's just been such a, a beautiful uphill. Um, now I wouldn't say battle, but just journey. Yeah, right. Uh, I was talking to a fellow artist, uh, Reggie Barnes. Shout out Reggie. Uh -huh, um, yeah. I was working with him before he moved to um, to California, and he had told me he said, "Man, a lot of people they just they're so they're so fixated on the rush and getting there fast, but." Just enjoy the time it takes you to get oh, to where yeah. you want to be. Totally. And that's been my motto ever since. I've been falling in love with making the music and not just the incentive of being famous. Mm -hmm. You get to where you want to be. And I just found a new love for it. I feel like I've, my parents have told me I've grown tremendously. You go back and listen to Unknown and listen to this recent album, Violet, and it's different as night and day. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so different. And I, I just I love it. And to see that I'm where I'm going with it and how I'm progressing, I know this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Love it, man. That's that's beautiful, and that's like, dude, that's so real. Like how you know you really fall in love with the process. Yeah. Like I and you learn through trial and error. Like who also like sees that vision too. Like mm -hmm. to just take the time with it, make it as organic as possible. I talk about it on the show all the time right. about like. Artistry, no matter what your medium is, it's it does take a long time to really be comfortable and find like a sound that is you. Right. Um, and you might like even now, like you said, like looking back at your own projects and seeing how much you grow. It's like that doesn't speak that like you know your early stuff is like any 
like less valuable than what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. It's just you were in a different place and right. you don't, you didn't know things that you don't know. Right. And that's that's all part of like that that personal and professional growth with yeah. the artistry is like, you know, you and like like the most important part is that you love doing it every right. day. You know. Yeah thinking about creating and shit. Yeah, and something else I feel like is really uh, motivating me is my parents support me a thousand percent. Shout out my mom and dad, Stan and Anna Tyler, I love you. Hell guys. yeah. They did everything. Shout like, out the parents. Exactly. People yeah. really um, lose sight of that and I feel like they are a huge part of the reason why I'm here. We was going on vacation and they brought, I, so I got family and friends t-shirts for all the close friends yeah. and people who I work with with my music and uh, they all got t-shirts. My parents wore theirs proudly. Mm -hmm. They like they they support 100%. And I think that's another reason why I'm growing the way I am because I'm not only growing into um, a more mature artist, but I'm also growing into a more mature man. And as you grow as a man, everything else around you should grow along with you. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can't be this mature man and do all these childish things. Oh yeah, so right. You got to elevate your life with everything else you do and through becoming a better man, I make better music because I yeah. because what I talk about is more valuable. Right. Back in the other album, I'm talking about like freaky, nasty stuff, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like it's vulgar, and it's right. and my dad had always told me he said make music that I can share with the family. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what's up, grandma? Hearing all this, the lick this, f that, b this, <laughs> which is just understandable. Like people right. like this, he just he said it's not to say that you can't do it at all. Right. But you should, that shouldn't be the only thing you do. And yeah. like you go from the last one to this new, the latest one, and the lyrics are different. The content is different because it, it, it sounds more mature. Mm -hmm. it's like you can see the growth in my voice, my writing, but also my maturity and all. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I, I think that's something that's very beautiful to see myself, like to see that. Because you know, when when you, you, you don't get rich tomorrow or you don't have it overnight, you kind of get discouraged. But there's, mm -hmm. there's like little things that people take for granted that you that you can see. Yeah. Um, you don't really focus on. So my whole being a more mature person is something that I can look at. And uh, I know I'm not rich now, but I'm rich in my values and what I care about and what I, you know, what I choose to put out into the world. Right. And that's just as beautiful as money because yeah. At the end of the day, when all the money's gone, you got is your character. Oh yeah. And your values. And when those are solid and you're grounded and you remain humble, everything else is just a bonus. Totally. So Right. When you have the heart behind what you do, right. then that epitomizes like, you know, where you can be in that point at that mm -hmm. point in your life, you know? It's right. just like you can have a shit ton of money, you can be famous, but like, are you doing it because you wanna do it, you know? Like that's why a lot of artists are miserable in the in the in Man, record industry. Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah, like this just the um, the drive to why why they're doing it is is so it's so piss poor because what they're chasing is uh, is an incentive that isn't all that great. Yeah. Because like this rich rich people who've committed suicide. Yeah. There's broke people who've lived beautiful lives. Right. You know, yeah. because they found value in something that's more valuable than money. And that, yeah. like I said, that's just yourself and happiness in general. Money isn't everything. Oh God! Yeah. I mean, like the I just I I want to be wealthy enough to provide for my family without having to lose sleep over it and to help others to yeah. put money back into my community and to my people and to my friends and family that I uh, that 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 I can help. 
Because um, I, I, like Drake said, like when, you know, not like Drake said, but um, <laughs> you know, he made that song when I dropped my money in the grave. Like, yeah. you, you can't use it when you're, when you're gone. Right, yeah, that is so true, actually. Like, there, right. there's nothing that billions of dollars can do now for you when you're dead. Right. Like, yeah. So, I mean, like, just don't stop chasing the the financial gain. All right. For for one, like, yeah, it's not even like, I mean, the money part is part of being famous, but also, like, the idea of even being famous is, like, like, it's really fucking intimidating because yeah. every part of your life gets scrutinized by yeah. the media and like it's yeah. like by you you have such a hard time keeping a low profile and that's why a lot of like celebrities like don't like giving interviews and shit right. because like they don't like details of their lives being disclosed and out on like you know uh, being public information right. and like and that's a that's a thing that people don't think about you know mm -hmm. they want that sort of like that that um, they want that immediacy behind what they're doing. They want like that um, that short term like excitement that comes with like getting noticed or having a break or whatever. But what comes with that is how well now people uh, are expecting shit from you now. Right. Now you've set a standard for yourself. Now it's like if you don't keep making this content or if you don't keep grinding like you know as hard as everyone else is trying to do the same thing then like you know you're gonna fall off and right. then you're gonna be even more miserable than you were before yeah so i think that that's and that's part of what you were saying about loving the process is so important because like that's just that's how you're dealing you're in it for the right reasons and you're not in it for like the stardom you're in it right. for the you know, you want to bring messages out to the rest of the world that other people can relate to right. and feel happy when they listen to it and share it with, you know, with their surroundings and everything, man. Like, that's real. Yeah, man. And um, kind of piggybacking off of that, like, not changing who you are to, like you said, to keep that money coming. That's why I find I have so much respect for artists like J. Cole and, Kendrick Lamar because yeah. they've never changed with the times. It's right. always it's always been if J Cole got an album, it's gonna be a J Cole album. It's oh, not right. gonna be a uh, what what the wave is album. We may right. have some people on there that fit the the new standard of what good music is. Right. But all in all, J Cole is J Cole through and yeah. through, and I, I just I love that. That's why another reason I like um, Bruno Mars. Oh yeah. He just he takes what people are doing now and he just brings it back and he makes it his own. It's yeah. not just right. fitting a standard. I know when they were doing like all those dance songs and that was the big craze. It was like, bro, that's what you gotta do. You gotta make a dance song. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. go right. viral. And it's like, man, right. that's, that's, that's not me. Right, because, yeah. like, And they're like, do covers. Cause you know, when like William Singe and um, Alex Iono was really popping with the Instagram and Facebook, YouTube covers. They're like, bro, do covers. But now when I uh, I saw, my, me and my homie Vance, shout out Vance, we went to the rave and we saw William Singe and Alex Iono. And they did their own stuff. I'm like, I kind of want to hear with your covers, bro. I don't want to hear your stuff. Yeah. Not, not that they're not great singers and they can't make a good song, but once you put something out there, that's what they expect from you. Yeah, right. And I don't think that it's right to, to fall into a niche that you're not comfortable with 
upholding. Right. You know, I feel like you should you shouldn't have to wait till you when you get to where you want to be to flourish in what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You should flourish in that now, and then if people like it, they like it. They don't, they don't. So one thing I I put it in my album. I said like you could tell me you don't. You tell me I'm not good, but you lying. Like you like right. you don't have to like what I do to appreciate the talent and oh, yeah. uh, and, and like what I do. You right. know. Yeah. Like I, I know I'm not I'm not the best in the world, but I'm not the worst. Like I, there, right. there's something there. So for you to say that that's a that's a pretty wild point to make. Like yeah. that's true as hell. Yeah, You're not like, the worst. Right. right. I'm not yeah. the worst. Not the best. But for <laughs> somebody to be like, yeah, he's not good. That's a lie. Because right. I work my ass off to make sure that you can't say that. Right. So, Marky, yeah. for one, Marky knows you're good. You are good. Like, you are a talented singer. Thank you. You've been a talented singer, like, you know, before, like, I knew who a lot of people on the scene were. Like, mm-hmm. I knew who Troy Tyler was. Mm-hmm. I mean, partially because, like, UWM. Right. But, like, you, like, I mean, that that is, like, it's, like, it's not... People need to stop like uh, critiquing the talent or the capability of an artist based on how, based on whether or not it's for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. you can appreciate that artistry. It doesn't have to be for you, but right. you can say, "I like what he's doing. He's grinding. He's got a good voice, or like he's, you know, he has a vision and he's like abiding by it." But it doesn't have to be, you know, what I like put on in the car or, or like right. vibe to. Like I'm. Like on my own time, it's like, and that's okay. I, people need to stop doing that. Like yeah. saying, like, oh, this this sucks or this is good. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have your opinion. Like, ah, uh, right. It's not for me. Like, I mean, it's it's, it's like it's, I feel like it's okay to say like, oh, this song trash. But <laughs> yeah, I sound good with this trash ass song. Right. right like, yeah. You may not like. You know, may not like what I'm talking about or how I'm talking about it, but. My engineer is A1, the artwork is A1, uh, my parents and my engineer, and the beats are A1, my dad helps me make sure my singing is A1, like, we, awesome. we work really hard to make sure that we put out a good sounding product, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not just about, well, it's, it's, it's going to be the one to take off, it's, if it takes off, it takes off, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But we want to make sure the quality is there. Yo, right, yeah. And and that that that's what it is. Like there's a lot of people who I don't I'm not a fan of, but the quality is good. The right. the people behind them or backing them is tremendous in the way that they market themselves. Oh yeah, totally. And that's pretty much what it's all about. I feel like a lot of the talent is kind of out the window. You right. Know, I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of people are just getting there because of what they can offer as far as uh, bringing money in. Yeah. And, and uh, I think that's. And that's a, another bad part about the industry is that as long as you're bringing in money, you can do whatever you so, want. Uh, it's not about the music as much as it is about how much money you can bring. Right. Somebody. Yeah. Because so, money is control. You know, money right. is power. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that's why people kind of fall out of love with it because people want to make them look at it through a different lens mm-hmm. as far as what's important. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, uh, just making sure that everything that I do is solid to a point where it's undeniable. That's, yeah. that's what we've been trying to make is undeniably good music. Um, not making music for this person or that person, but making music that even if you don't like it, if it's on in the background, you don't want to change it because it puts right. you in a, a vibe. Yeah. If, if it's not my singing, it's maybe the harmonies in the background, it's the beat, it's just how it makes you feel. And mm-hmm. that's what makes this new album so beautiful to for me. Sure. 
is that um, my cousin was like, Did you, was it supposed to be like a, a ballady type of album? I said, yeah, because my first album was more upbeat, it was more pop, hip-hop, R&B songs, right. but this one is just, like, I want you to be able to get a glass of wine, get a blunt, take some shots, and <laughs> yeah, just yeah. enjoy it, listen yeah. to it, and just kind of, I want people to fall in love with music the way I did, so only way I'm going to do that is to make the music that I fell in love with and share it with the world, so. Yeah. Um, I've gotten a lot of good reviews, a lot of good, good. feedback on it so far. Good, so, so on that note, let's talk about it. So let's huh? talk about Violet. Um, so I know that you said that, like you know, it was a huge, uh, it was a huge like um, step forward in your like uh, like with where you were in life, with like your growth and everything like that. Like, where, like I guess like how did the idea behind like the the like whether like the the idea, how did the idea behind the album like originate? Like, I guess, like, what made you want to put it out? Uh, well, I knew I wanted to put a, at least a project out every year. Sure. So I wanted to um, put out a body of work that I've been working on since the previous year, and um, not just not just to put it out, but just to kind of um, kind of checkpoint growth. You know, mm -hmm. I want to see. Um, so I listened to the last one to the new one and see what's changed, what's different, yeah. what more can I still work on. And um, this just, we have been working on a whole bunch of random tracks throughout the year. We had a whole different vibe for it from the beginning, but then the music kind of shaped what the album was. Mm -hmm. So um, it was going to be like 12 tracks, ended up being 15. That was a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. The first one was seven tracks, and people say that wasn't enough. So. Um, but the, our main focus was putting out, however, however many songs it was, we loved each song equally the same. You yeah. know, there wasn't one that we felt that, oh, I'll just get this one. Right. You know, we didn't want to just throw songs on there just to make a long album. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure it was great music. So um, throughout, from the past year, I said we recorded maybe 25, 30 songs in wow. total. And um, we just, Pinpoint and picked which ones that we thought were the best ones, and um, I think that we did a great job with that. Totally. What is so violet? Like, what does that mean? So, okay, everybody asked me that. I love, <laughs> I, 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 I love answering it. Good. Um, because um, so my manager and I, we were going through me and the We were going through a bunch of different names. He sent me like maybe five, like, like six or seven, and. Um, there was some long ones. It was like "Don't Fall in Love with Me," um, some other ones, but <laughs> yeah, that, like yeah. the one that stuck out to me was "Violet," uh, mostly because it was simple and it was straight to the point. But then he broke down to me why he even put it on there, and uh, "Violet" is the last color on the color spectrum with its own set of right. wavelengths. Yeah. So um, I, as you listen to the last song entitled "Violet," that um, I, I personally I feel like "Violet" because. Um, there have been times where like, I've uh, auditioned for stuff or submitted things and I felt like I was kind of snubbed. Like um, it was more of a who you knew, not mm -hmm. how good it was. Right. That's me personally. I, I, I'm not saying anybody, I'm better than anybody, but you know, um, you know, you have faith in what you do. Right, yeah. And you, yeah. you know, so I felt like uh, sometimes I should have been picked for certain things that I wasn't. So being a... Uh, being as it may, um, Violet is last, sometimes I feel like I'm picked last. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like being last, I have my own, I have my own wave. I don't think, yeah. you, I don't think you can um, look up any um, 
Milwaukee talent and be like, that's damn near Troy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is like him and Troy are the same person. Like mm -hmm. I, I make it a point to stand out and kind of just do my own thing. I don't yeah. want to ride anybody else's wave. I don't want nobody to ride mine. Um, take you know, take notes like I have from different artists. I took notes from Genesis, Renji. Shout out uh, Jen. Shout dude. out my man Jen. Jen's I shot, took notes from. Um, Jane Joyce, Love Jane, Cam, Cam, uh, Mommy B Justice, and even people who don't do music. Um, oh yeah, my friend Naisha, um, journalist. Yeah, Naisha, Naisha Stone, Stone Carbon Stone. Yeah. Yes, uh, just watching her, how she grinds, uh, yeah. mining with her natural e beautiful clothing line, and yeah. just. Uh, my man uh, Snack and his girlfriend Sierra. She's a track coach, but I, oh, wow. but like I watch the way that she grinds, yeah, and right. like you can always incorporate different people's styles and um, the way their work ethic into yours yeah. and to make yours better. Totally. So I've kind of molded myself around the beautiful people that I surround myself with, and I'm taking that to push who I am. And Violet, I believe, was a great re representation of that just because of what Violet is. Mm -hmm. So um, when, and I, when I sing, like, I feel like I'm Violet. That's how I feel. Like I feel like um, I feel like I'm kind of looked over sometimes, which is perfectly fine. It, it makes me work harder. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just it's just me and who I am. But I know people have heard it and be like, "Well, this this just sounds like a Violet album, regardless mm -hmm. of what." how I describe it, the music feels like that. It, it doesn't, I feel like when you put a title on it like Don't Fall In Love With Me or Hard To Love, or it, it, it kind of it kind of makes you think, it kind of makes you foreshadow what the album's gonna be about. Yeah. But Violet, people not knowing what it means or why it's that, you can kind of form your own um, description of why it's called yeah. that. You know, wow. it kind of leads up to interpretation and that's what I want, I want people to hear it and be like, damn, it, I like Violet because of this, and this is why Violet is dope to me mm -hmm. as a title. And uh, I believe it did that. There's a bunch of different songs, different vibes. So not not one thing is the same, or but you know, it, it all kind of sums up Violet. It, it feels like Violet. Yeah, damn, that's like that's cool as hell. Like of a concept where like you know, yeah, like I don't know, like. That, that is like a unique concept to put an album behind that is akin to how you feel like about yourself and your own mm -hmm. experience, like yeah. making music and whatnot. Like for one, like I feel the same way. I felt like I was always picked last, yeah. like in gym class, you're <laughs> picking teams and shit. Like yeah, I was always I the last that. one getting picked and shit. And it, like, it makes you doubt yourself, but it makes you, like you said, work harder. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna make sure I, I want my community and my circles. I want them to value me and what I do, but I also like am doing it ultimately not to impress them or to get their approval, but to do it for me because it makes me a better person. It makes me like a better like creative and whatever that uh, whatever it is you do and right. like you said like grind is universal man yeah like it's it's a I take inspiration from or like a, or insight from most anybody that is passionate about something and that's like like why this show is so like sacred to me because mm -hmm. like 
you learn something from everybody. Like you never know what someone has to say that's going to make you think critically about mm -hmm. something you do and what you can apply to, you know, your own goals. Right. Um, and uh, like any like anyone that really truly believes in something and mm -hmm. like you know took risks in order to make something happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's because like they, you know, they didn't worry about like getting noticed right away. They didn't worry about being like, you know, popular. They did this because like, it's something that they are passionate about, that they enjoy it's something that means a lot to them. Mm -hmm. And this is like, uh, putting their own spin on it, you know? Yeah. So, and like about that, about being like the popular thing, uh, my, my, my best friend is my brother. Uh, my producer Henny, uh, shout out my man Henny C, Henny. Corey Gibson. Um, yeah. Like he, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to be in the front. He doesn't want to be seen. He just, he just wants to help me make great music. And um, I'm gonna shout out a couple of my, Please couple, do. couple of the homies. Um, Spartan with Henny. Henny wrote like three or four songs on the album. He wow. produced it and wrote it. And yeah. I feel like he don't ask for notoriety, none of that but he just wants to put out great music. Yeah. And um, being my brother, when we have, like, the love we have for each other is deeper than music. I think that's another reason why my team is so wonderful to me is that outside of music, there's a different game. I want to see everybody do mm -hmm. well. They want to see me do well. And we're all grinding at what we do. So Henny, um, uh, one of our new people that we met, Brian Lewis, he wrote two songs on the album as well. Uh, Tony Jones produced a few tracks for me. Um, uh, Corey G produced a couple tracks for me. DJ Ken's produced. DJ Ken's. DJ Ken's. He produced two songs and co-wrote a song with me. And um, Gonzalez for shooting the cover and all the trailers. Gonzalez visuals. Yeah. Oh, that's the homie. Rogers, man. my dude. Yeah, we yeah. we work on some videos. Hell We're yeah. also working with uh, Stephen Robinson as well. Oh. Stevie, so, yeah. Yeah, we're actually working next week on a music video. Sweet. So, um, just everybody I've been working with is just, you know, I feel I'm, I'm making a point to surround myself around great people. Yeah. That, that motivate right. me. And like you were saying, as far as taking grind from different people in different places and, and applying it to yourself, I can look at every last person I've named and feel inspired by them. Oh, yeah. So, um, I think that's a, a great thing to have. And, um, I think it's, it's just super dope, super beautiful to have mm -hmm. a group of people, a group of guys, you know, I feel like guys, everybody always hating on each other, they want to be better, but we right. all genuinely want to The ego shit, you Exactly. Know? Yeah. And one person I can really say that has been helped help with that was uh, my DJ, DJ Snack Daddy. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah DJ Snack Daddy. Yeah, I know him since high school, we met on the school bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was on the school bus being wild, being goofy, and um, he heard me sing and like he kind of kept up with me. I, I made a mashup video on Facebook and um, he said, "Bro, get y'all ass in the studio." Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I got in the studio. I recorded some songs. He put me on the stage. Oh wow. And then after that, we just been working. He was actually at that show at uh, um, at UWM. Oh, I, wow. I didn't tell him about it. He's like, "We should have told me. I'd come and DJ for you for free, man." Dude. Like, he, he, that's that's how that's how we've been. Like, yeah. anytime uh, he works for Marquette, he's a Marquette special DJ. So oh, yeah. um, I go to every game with him. I got a badge and stuff. Oh, so, but cute. I help him set up. Like, and that's part of me kind of paying it forward and yeah. just you know showing that love back. I don't want nothing. I just want to be there. Right. When, wants to watch you do what you're doing, do oh, what yeah. you love. Just as much as he wants to see me 
and be there when other yeah, things. Milwaukee is such a small world. Yeah. People that you know from completely different places are working together yeah. and on something, or they know each other at least. And yeah. That's also what makes it so easy for us to thrive as individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember, like, I was, I went to, like, my first High Five studio, and, like, um, networking jam. Shout out Ryan. Shout out Ryan. Um, and uh, I, it was, like, last November, and I was so nervous that, like, I wasn't going to know anybody. Right. Like, I was nervous because, like, it's like, okay, well... What am I going to do, you know? So I just came to check it out. And when I, the, as soon as I walked in through the door, the first people I see are the homewreckers. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> fucking homewreckers. Like, home yeah, I see. I yeah. love their energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just so goofballs. Cool. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> I'm comfortable now. I go into the jam room. You are like the first person I see. You're <laughs> singing. And that was, I didn't even know Jane at the time, but okay. I met her. Um, but that felt even more at home. Like, okay, people I know from, like, just different avenues of, like, you know, whether a DJ or a singer or whatever it is you do, like, they're all here building off of each other. Right. It's very easy to become comfortable with people very easily here in Milwaukee because, like, because we're not, like, <laughs> Milwaukee hasn't, like, blown up yet. Yeah. And Milwaukee's not, like the super cutthroat environment where you have to be super like um like vigilant about like you know who you know or like how you come off to people it's like people are just genuinely like passionate and interested in investing in other talented people so that's what like that's what i really do appreciate about milwaukee and its creative scene in that regard is like you know the people that i want to become connected with like you know I know, I already know, like, a handful of people that know them, right. you know, or some, something like, you know? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's dope that you said that, because I feel like Milwaukee's creative scene that we're, we're a part of, I know there's a few different ones, but the one that we're a part of is super dope, because I feel like with the whole high five thing, I felt the same way. Yeah, like, I knew, a few people knew me when I got there already, but I, I didn't know everybody. So I'm yeah. like, I didn't come with anybody. I'm not really, you know, I'm comfortable doing what I, what I love to do, but, you know, like, who are these people? Like, right. who are, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Yeah. And everything was just so inviting. Oh, yeah. And that's what I've kind of gotten from the music scene. Um, I know I've worked with Stacks and... Um, Paper Stacks? Paper Stacks, yeah. Dude. Paper Stacks is on the album, too. Shout out, the, shout out Bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Stack, yeah, his album was great as well. I love Stacks. Yeah, we got a song on his album. We have a song on my album as well. Um, his energy is amazing. Uh, him, Mo City. Mo, yeah. Um, Peace. Uh, P's got J. S. Got King. Like they were just, oh, all great. just inviting people. Yeah. You know, like none of them are. Like they don't look down on me. They don't. We look down on each other. And like this energy was so, it's so dope. And it, it made you feel like you want to be a part Dude, of something. I just hear Stax's laugh. Oh my god! <laughs> Stax has a very distinct laugh. Yeah, he's a very infectious laugh. He but I, I hear that shit in the other room, and I just smile, and I'm like, man, like <laughs> it's such a vibe right now. It, it really is. But like, and that's how their shows are too. Yeah. Like the shows that like, 
that they're performing together. Yeah, right? like it's when, a, bro. When Stax, Fifth, and Mo do uh, fried chicken, it's so it's lit. amazing yeah. every time. That's probably one of my my favorite songs that came out of the city. Was yeah, fried chicken. Like yeah. I, I saw the video. I'm like, man, fried chicken. Why would you talk about And then just eating chicken out of like right. the JJ's in, right. the, in like, the high man, five room. Yeah, I'm going on, but then I'm like, it give me every time. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then it's just like the way Stacks Stacks is so energetic. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. shout out Miss Mocha Music. Um, she put me on a, uh, one of her bills, one of her shows. Uh, Love Mocha. Was, Mocha's a beautiful person. She, she does, does amazing things for the city. Work. And um, she put me on a show, and it was a Halloween show. I think it was last year. Oh, and, nice. And Stacks went after me. Everybody's like, y'all look like brothers. We both had the curly hair. <laughs> yeah, both yeah. had a bomber jacket on, all black. <laughs> right, yeah. And um, so she actually had uh, some uh, like reps from Chicago there to pick artists to perform in Chicago. And Stacks and I were the only two that got picked. Really? So, yeah. Nice. From, so from that, um, my, I, I love Stacks' energy from the show. But like he just grown to be another good person I can talk yeah. to and just... Right. Be around. Every time I know Stacks is there, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always gonna be a good time. Oh, always, man. So. And also, I want to make a note that I'm glad you put out such a cohesive album of mm -hmm. 15 tracks because people are in such a like. People put out short projects these days. Yeah. People put out like really short projects. Like that's become like a trend. Mm -hmm. And people like to. Theorize that like you know people are getting more and more impatient. They don't like to spend. right, yeah. They don't like to listen to like whole albums anymore. People like songs more, but I am an album guy. Yeah. I appreciate a lengthy project that's like full piece of the like a full piece of like who you are at the time and like everything you've been sitting on. That's real. So like good for you putting out such a lengthy project too. That's like a full. Uh, a full capsule of like you know, like what you've been, how you've grown and shit. So yeah, I, I, I think it's important that uh, our artists, not only in Milwaukee but everywhere, mm -hmm. don't lose sight of that. Yeah, I know somebody else who just did that was uh, Larry Bull. Shout out my man oh, Larry. He'll be here in two months. Yeah, he just uh, yeah. just dropped a um, project with eighteen tracks. On yeah, it, so. yeah, and it's all fire. So I, I, I oh, think yeah. that it's super dope. It's funny you said that because last year. We were on that short album way. That's why Seconds of Ever was seven tracks. Right. Because my manager was like, I'm looking at what Kanye, Tiana Taylor, Pusha T are doing, mm -hmm. making these short tracks. But Sweatshirt. It's fucking fire. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. just amazing. And um, he was like, well, we should do that. So we did it. And all I kept hearing was like, bro, that was dope, but I want more. Mm -hmm. So this year we made it a point uh, to make it more. My dad wanted it to be 12 tracks because he said, I want it to be 12 because you could take two tracks off of there and put it on a different album and it'll carry that album as well but I hear it but I kind of it makes me just work even harder yeah man. you know cause dude it, Young Thug's album just came out it's like an it. hour it's, it's like an hour it's, or something it good? yeah it's really good okay it's one of my favorite projects that came out this year I really loved, I loved it I gotta check it out yeah yeah I check it but out. but that's like that's it like you know People, go, I like, I, I love albums. Yeah. Like, I want to pe keep people uh, putting out albums out and shit. So yeah, like I want to be able to go on a road trip and listen to the whole right. thing, you yeah. know. And like, yeah. and it, it helps time go by. Like, it I'm does. On the airplane yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I hear a, a seven track album. I only been in the air for twenty minutes. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got four yeah. hours left. You know. Right. So, 
Well, um, I, I definitely can appreciate the lengthy albums. Chris Brown, you're killing me with these 30 track albums. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it can't, get, like, it can't get messy. Right. right. That's the thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I, but he, they're all, it's great music, though. You right, know, I feel like yeah. as long as you put out great music, if the, if the demand is there, people are going to listen to it. Right. I mean, when, like, I thought, like, another example, like, I thought Views, when Drake dropped that mm -hmm. in, like, 2016, I thought that was a little too long. Yeah. But, but point being is like you know I mean I'm I'm glad that like people are like putting everything out that you know they're proud of and it, as part of like that big picture. So. Mm -hmm. All right, Troy. What's up? Hey, What's up, man. man. Um, we had a great talk about Milwaukee and its music scene. Loved hearing about your album. Uh, Thank you. of course, man. So tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, music, music. and um. Insomnia. Insomnia. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I did not sleep, but I feel like that just keeps the creative juices flowing. When yeah. I'm up, I'm thinking about something, and right. there's always a story to be told any time of the day. So what time, yeah. better time to do it when everybody else is asleep. Right. So The music but, and the insomnia, they go hand in hand. Yeah, definitely. Right. At least you're working on something. Right. right. So I feel like a lot of people get a lot of work done when everybody else is asleep. So yeah. if you are up, work on your craft. Do what you yeah. do. Cause, right. Uh, that's that's what it will separate you from everybody else. When everybody else is asleep, trying to get hell the next day, you already ahead because you already yeah. worked on it that night. Right. So. Yeah, there you go. But yeah. what puts you to sleep, though? Uh, TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when, when, when my insomnia gets to be so overbearing, I just fall asleep. Yeah. So. Sometimes, you know, you just your body just quits and like yeah. you pass out. This is true. Thanks, Thank you for having me. Thank you man. for being on the show, man. No so problem. remember to listen to Violet. Check it is streaming Violet. everywhere. Everywhere. Get that. Get that right now. Get if that. If you don't get it, I'm going to find you. He's going to find you. I've seen him do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.